BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to Cop Father. I am Craig Bramell, along with my good buddy and friend, Dennis Cormelis. Hey, how you doing, man? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. So listen, I had a couple of coppers send me this. A guy named Matt Johnson, who's a ex-military, ex-copper. He's yeah. an author now. And it looks like these guys are out of Britain. It was something he said he found by a 20-year veteran who is now leaving the job because he says, I'm done. And the entire article is about this 20-year vet being done with the job and all the BS that comes with it. And I was looking yeah. at it wondering, is it actually a 20-year vet or did somebody else make this up? Incredibly well-written. But I wanted to go through each one, and he goes paragraph by paragraph as to why he is done with the job. And some of them we've been talking about for 15 years. And yeah. it's intriguing. So it's called I'm Done, and it was posted on Matt's website. And it starts off with he's done with liars, political liars who just want to further their career on the back of complaining about police officers. And I've been saying this since I ran the union, that it's more prevalent now what you see about some of the politicians that go overboard attacking the police for their own benefit. Yeah. It seems like every other day now, some anti-cop politician comes out. I've seen them. I've met them. I've gone after them. This letter this cop has written, which is highlighted, I'm done. These are some of the statements I highlighted which I think are absolutely factual, and one is about lying politicians. Yeah, his the rent. I think he's speaking not only for cops. I think he's speaking when uh, I, I just saw his website. Two hundred fifty thousand people read this statement, and now he's written another one called "I'm done too." Yeah, no, it's and it's pretty powerful. The rage and the how pissed off he is at the far left the far right, the criticism, just the fakery, the, the way where we've arrived at. And and uh, the, the other thing is they're being allowed to get away with it. Like like he says, this 20-year vet says, I'm done with the media. And they're twist on things. And there's a political cartoon I just saw last week where it shows somebody from a news outlet on uh, like a television news outlet. It, it names the company in this cartoon. I'm not going to name them, but this could be for all of them. In this cartoon, it shows this rioter attacking a police officer. And the producers stand beside the cameraman and say, wait, 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 not yet, not yet. And then it shows the copper defending himself and taking the billy club to the guy that just attacked him. And then the producer says, okay, now start filming. And that says it all. And I've seen where they wait for the money shot of the cop who don't see the full picture of the video yeah. and where the media will just hold off it sells better if the cop in full uniform and riot gear is assaulting someone whether he or she has been attacked by this rider or not and they wait for the money shot which is more of the copper putting the stick to the person that just attacked that political cartoon made so much sense 
Yeah, I think there's a, a silent majority that would appreciate seeing the entire, the cause and effect. I personally would want to see how it got there. You always want to see the whole thing. But we don't. And and don't. even even here in Toronto recently, they're releasing videos, and it's a 12-second video of the police officer defending themselves. But you're not seeing the three minutes beforehand. There's a horrific video out there. I think it was a couple years ago up in York Region, north of Toronto. Copper in a parking lot. Hillcrest Mall. During the day. And he, the, the parking lot's empty but his car. And this guy walks up and just punches him right through the window. Copper gets out to defend himself and doesn't do a good job. And this guy pummels this copper. Pummels him. All over the the empty parking lot yep. with kung fu, with martial arts, kicks. It was it lasted for minutes, and no one. It was actually, you know, if I was a law, if I was a policeman, it was disheartening. I mean, it was really well, hard to watch. Well, there was it was a big parking lot that was empty. It was during the day. And there was one other person that saw it that could have helped. I was told this person did not call it in. And you know who that person is? The one making the video. He or she was close enough to make that video. And why this copper survived did not die. Why it wasn't a murder instead of a assault bodily harm. That person didn't call it in and posted it. It's the only video I could see about this incident. But again, Dennis, it's not being played anywhere. Like when you talk about the media coverage, that should be something that's played all the time. You know, in my heart, I don't want to believe that that officer hesitated. Should have taken out the chunk and just blown this guy away after the fourth or fifth kick to the head. I thought he was he was losing. He lost. He was losing. He could lost his life. Take out your gun and blow him away. I'll deal with it. This guy was too big. He was too aggressive. I was doing everything I could to de-escalate. I'm getting sick and tired of hearing that. And I just throw that in with this I'm statement. Done. I'm done. But where where is that being played? And that officer was more than justified in blowing that guy away. So there's things like that when this 20-year vet's talking about the media and waiting for that money shot, which is not the guy attacking the cop after he's defending him, him or herself. And so that one makes a lot of sense to me. This cop says, I'm done with the left and the far right. And I totally agree with this. I'm done with the left wing. Coppers can't do no right no matter what. Been like that for a long time. And I'm fed up with the far right. You know, I'm a conservative. If I lived in the States, I'd be Republican. But this far right stuff now, I I don't agree with it at all. The job's hard enough. I try to balance out, you know, the right to the far right, it's getting more complicated now. And I'm not just talking about the states, I'm talking in Canada also, or anywhere in the world. Even the left, there's a far left. The left, let's say in Canada here, I treat the liberals as mid to left. They're not far left. No. So that side of it, you know, and I agree with this officer on that, being fed up with the left and the far right. Obviously the right conservatives are always law and order, pro-law and order, but some of these far right and far left going on we we could do without yeah i think it's a safer safer society without any extreme stuff on either side and the truth is most people i hope especially going forward 
you know, a divergence. You you got to do the best for everybody. And sometimes it takes some more left-leaning, left-of-center principles, but for law and order, for, you know, family values, for a certain, just for the fabric of society to keep keep us together. Central is the, well, that's why the, the, the conservatives here and the liberals are kind of close. Uh, liberal, liberals are central. Conservatives in Canada are not centralists. I think they're, they're trying right. now under O'Toole. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. I think they're, they're, there's too many members in the party that are going to allow them to go more central. I think the liberals are central because they, they really do a time. They can cherry pick when they're going to lean to the right or left because of the status of the party. Yeah. This guy, uh, Matt Johnson, I'm done. You could tell that this thing, he's probably been writing it for decades in his head. He's been writing whoever, this for years. Yeah, whoever this 20-year vet is, this, is yeah. this isn't this is something that this officer decide to quit. It doesn't say anything about retiring, quitting, but this is something that's been building up. Uh, the next one he talks about is nepotism and promotion and all that, just the promotion side of when it comes to law enforcement. You know, the wrong person, the person with a high education gets promoted. So if you have a, a street copper, doesn't matter which color or race or sex they are, good street copper, you know, good 10-year vet that really would be an outstanding supervisor. And then they springboard somebody that's got five years on this well-educated university and all that. That drives everybody up the wall because that person, that five-year vet, will be put in charge of a very large seasoned platoon that's going to have no respect. It's not even fair to that person. You get a 10- or 15-year vet that gets promoted because of their merits, because of their career, just being a great cop is going to have a lot more respect when it comes to supervising their platoon or the, or the men and women underneath them compared to this. And this goes on all the time. The reason why we might have issues when it comes to policy administration problems in the police service is because supervision over the men and women are brutal. They don't have respect because they're promoting the wrong people or through affirmative action. You're a certain color or sex, no matter what, we're going to promote you. It doesn't go over well because you're supervising people that are in life and death situation on the street. That supervisor better have a lot of respect. Yeah, that that speaks to the overall morale, I guess. I don't even um, want to touch this. That's funny. In this whole document, he doesn't mention the word morale. That's, this has nothing to do with morale. This is a fact. This is this is what's going on. He doesn't mention morale. No, I don't think this is a morale issue either. I think this is just things that are going on. But it's his morale that's plummeted and he's walking He's away. got to the point where he's quit. Yeah. No, there's no doubt about it. But nowhere does he mention morale. No, I think if you combined everything. It's all about that. So the promotional process in law enforcement everywhere is a joke. Maybe 30, 40% of the right people are getting promoted. You know, the yes boys, boom, boom, we'll do whatever you want, chief. The kiss asses, call them what you want. But the real grunts that deserve a promotion being a police officer, not a kiss ass, not a social worker, but one good copper, less of them are getting promoted these days. And that's all ranks. You're not going to see a tough hombre become the chief of police. You're going to see somebody that knows how to be a politician. And actually, he touches upon this uh, later in, in his statement. So that the promotion in law enforcement is putting off a lot of copper, a lot, majority comes to that and this, and this is everywhere the other thing that this copper says i'm done with and so am i are the very few 
corrupt cops that are out there. Because what it does is, and I've been saying this for 20 years, you got one corrupt cop that should not be a police officer. It paints everybody with the same brush. It doesn't matter. They don't ever, in the headline or the special interest groups, they don't put it off as a one-off. It must be everybody that's this corrupt or this bad. And I'm talking about corruption when it comes to finances or shootings or whatever it is. If the term corruption is used, it's painting everybody with the same brush. You've touched on that with uh, back in the union days where you you got to govern that, right? And that's from the, the top down. They got to be afraid of being bad cops. You got to punish. You guys meter out your own punishment to guys that would, you know, break the law. We did. Um, we, we used to take care of our own. I mean, there's yeah. terms for it, but I believe, unfortunately, that's long gone. So another one he talks about here and the reason why he's done as a police officer is senior officers. These are people I call the white shirts. These are people that are high up management that aren't part of a union. And he he makes a statement here, senior officers who will jump on any bandwagon, throw a copper under the bus, do anything to get promoted, who are pretending to be a police officer, but in fact are just politicians. I see this all the time. You know, they just forget to be a copper. And I've seen this many times and it gets talked about to this day. The next one as to why this officer was done I absolutely hate this when this happens when I see this is coppers who are grandstanding in uniform on YouTube like dancing to certain things making a musical I cringe that's not what we're about these coppers should be reminded that they're for the law it's not public moral standards or feel easy because these coppers that are dancing for YouTube and looking ridiculous are the next day going to have to go out and might be in a position where they're going to have to take a life which is justified. To me, it's such a fakeness when I see this, and you see it once in a while. And I know coppers cringe when you see these coppers dancing or playing musical instruments and all. That's not what we're about. We have to draw the line there. This isn't something nice because that's only as good as till the next incident where certain groups just hate the police and they'll, they'll jump on it. It's, it's just a complete waste of time. We shouldn't be doing that. We're not social workers for stuff like that. And the service, a lot of the police services allow it. And to me, it's just embarrassing. And I, and I cringe when I see that. And this isn't the old time cop and me seeing it. That's not what the job's about. That's not protecting society when it comes to, you know, protecting the laws of a, of a country. I cringe when I see it. How do you feel when you see it? And there's a lot of it out there. You know, in the movies, I always thought they were strippers when I'd see a cop. Uh, it's firefighters. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> firefighters. Look, um, you know, I get it. It's a, a tough job. You know, 15, going on 15 years now and absorbing all these stories and research. But, you know, the thing has evolved, right? The police and detectives and the good cops, they get sharper. They get smarter, right? Using your brains. That's not in, using your brains. That's that's no, a dance no, no, step. The dancing, but the other stuff, the social work, which they're not social workers, but uh, you know, it's just different times. And yeah, you're right. That thing about having to you know fight for your life the next day when you were just posting a dance. I don't know how you reconcile those two because one is way more important <laughs> than the other. But um, nah, you're an old school guy, though, buddy. You're you're an old school cop. No, nah, right? but I, you don't have to be. I, I have coppers calling me that have six months in the job that are disgusted when they see that. That's not what the job's about. 
We're not in the entertainment business. Somebody just said it makes them human. No, that doesn't make it, it. That's not law enforcement. It doesn't do any good. It's embarrassing. Go go into entertainment. Put your badge and gun in and go into entertainment if that's what you want to do. Yeah. The other one he mentions here, or she mentions, our 20-year veteran. I'm done seeing my brothers and sisters on the front line battered, criticized, unsupported, and demoralized. I'm done with their fortitude, inherent goodness, and sense of service that makes them run forward, knowing the armchair critics will crucify them after. I'm done with their false hope that things will improve, that society will value them. I'm done with them being lied to by our leaders and then lying to themselves that maybe, just maybe, this time, those leaders can be trusted. I'm done with seeing those youngsters suffer and age far too fast as a decent life passes them by as they waste their lives on this. Absolutely true comment. And I hear this all the time. They're just, you, you trust the leader, call them decision makers one day, and they turn on you the next day. I've seen it hundreds of times. You're out there, who do you turn to? And it's tough. It's tough on them right now. That's been uh, your bone of contention for quarter century now. The uh, well, look, look at me, look behind me. Look at that, Prince of the City. That is probably the greatest motion picture on how the system will spit out a cop. Yep. Through the DA. And that, the that's whole. fifty years ago. 81, 40, 81, 40 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. So there you go. And the, actually, the last one he mentions here, the last one I have that he mentions here as to why he's quitting after 20 years or she's quitting after 20 years. I'm done with the indescribable levels of frustration, rage, hate, despair that all the above has filled my life with. When all I wanted to do was look after the good people and lock up the bad. I'm done with the distrust that is left with me and the times that I've put my family last to ensure I was there for someone else's family. I'm done with the pain it causes them to see what the job has done to. And that's how he finishes this. And I'm telling you, a lot of majority of coppers are going to agree with this person, whoever this person is that wrote this. And uh, it's it's very well done. It's more than morale being affected or anything like that. This is a fact of life. This is being a police officer now. Everything I we just talked about for the last 15 minutes is being a police officer now. You better accept it or go on to another profession. This is the way it is now. And, you know, we don't even get in touch upon mental health of police officers, which is at an all-time high, and people don't seem to care. Decision makers. What's next? Who's next? Who's the target? Who's the victim? Which copper is going to be victimized for the system? You know, protecting the integrity of a police service is priority number one. There's no priority two when it comes to something that doesn't go the way it should have gone, which is just part of policing now. There's no situation in law enforcement that could be perfect there's always something that you will be looked at well there's no such thing as perfect in any part of society but i thought we discussed this uh, weeks ago that you're in the belief that 70 80 percent of a city like toronto do have trust and faith in the police service here. too quiet i think it's a i think it's a silent majority but they shouldn't be even half of that group that came out more and supporting the police would be much better. Would be much better, but you just can't, you're going to be attacked. You know, being, you know, the blue line. I mean, coppers can't even put up pictures of the blue line 
black background with a blue stripe through it. The services won't even allow them to do that. So where's your pride? Where's your belief in yourself? You know, the blue wall, that's all they have. And that's getting smaller now. And I think a lot of police officers could make the same statement. I'm being done. Obviously, this person was courageous enough to get, actually get up and quit. I hope they have something to go to. But it's it's um, very demoralizing. This was very upsetting and, and frightening to read also, being a, a retired police officer. How long do you think a police officer, with everything going on, should stay on the job? When do you think is a safe or healthy limit so you don't burn out and you don't arrive 20 years later? 25 years and get a chance to retire in your 40s. 100%. I've always said that. Get out. And and some places you work should only be five years. Like in the old days, everybody told that nobody should be working in a place like 51 Division more than five years. It just, they're saying that today. Uh, I was part of that when they started shipping people out after five years. They just had it. And that was 25 years ago. Still going on. And there's other places and other big services you should not keep a police officer somewhere for more than five years. But I think a good career is 25 years, full pension, get out. And the and the decision makers want that. They want the recycling. You know, yeah. after, after 20 years, it's not the same... It's not the same profession. You know, it's it's a it's a young man or young lady sport. You know, the, the coppers on the street in that scout car you see every day drive by, their average ages are going to be in the 30s. It's a young person sport now, more than ever before. So do you really want them hanging around after 25 and give them a good pension to go? That's what should be look, being looked at now. Full 25, like, get out. I'd like to tap into their wisdom for training for passing down they don't want the that experience. though Dennis. they don't want the ones that are right would be writing something like i'm done which is the majority of them they just want them out they want to brainwash new people coming on and change the whole fabric of a police service you do it through pension pension them off i don't think anybody should be doing more than 25 years right now you got to do 85 factor you got to do age plus service so you got to be 55 plus 30-year service to get a full pension. Yeah. Lower that. I have a feeling that this tw- this 20-year veteran is a number of people. I don't think it's just one person. This is a lot of people saying a statement here. I- and I'd love to meet this person and have him on our, on our show to talk because everything... I- there isn't a thing here I could disagree with. And I've left some out. It's a very powerful but very frightening statement somebody to make like this some 20-year veteran who just had enough got up and quit and gives the reason why they're quitting he ends with saying this frightens me and i hope it frightens you yeah and i should if if there's that much suffering going on out there and there's not enough people that care including the silent majority of the citizens you can't depend on the service itself your integrity as a human being or as a professional police officer means nothing, means zero. They will discipline hundreds of police officers a month. The only, there's only one award for one police officer. The math is really wrong. It's been like that forever, and that should change. There should be more heroes. There should be more hero statements, more, more awards given out to the heroes, more than one a month. 
So that and that's everywhere. That's all police services everywhere. So uh, go to. I'll repeat this again. If you want to read the whole thing, it's pretty powerful. Matt Johnson, who's an author, ex-military, ex-police officer, uh, on his website, and uh, the full story is here. And you said there's a second one out now. I'm done too. Wow. Which I published uh, last Friday. Yeah, so, so it's getting some play. Some police officer sent this to me. I didn't know about it. So. Well, he's got 250,000 hits on the first one. So, uh, and he's written a couple of books, but interesting guy. You know, we should reach out to him at some point. Yeah. Um, Matt Johnson, uh, British, which they have a similar. Oh, it's the same. This could have been anywhere. This yeah. this could have been anywhere, uh, you know, in a democratic system. Okay, so uh, thanks, Dennis. Thanks, bro. You want us to talk about anything? Make comment. Go to infocoffather.com. And thanks everybody for joining us. And we will talk to you next time. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.